We've invested over 850 days learning Italian on Duolingo, and this month it celebrates its 11th anniversary, so it seemed like the perfect time for us to review it and let you know our thoughts. Welcome back to Finding Gina Marie, where we share our lives as full-time travelers and the connections we make along the way. If you're new here, I'm Judy. And I'm Kevin. Welcome. We've been to Italy five times. In fact, we'll be there again in a couple of weeks. I'm in midway through the process of obtaining dual citizenship, and we have hopes someday of living there full time. So we're pretty invested in wanting to be fluent in Italian, but at the same time, we live very busy lives that we have to juggle alongside our daily Duolingo practice. One of the things that Duolingo stresses is you don't have to be fluent to be conversational, and we'd be happy being either at this point. <laughs> So what is fluency? Our idea of fluency is to be able to hold a conversation with a native speaker and not to have to work too hard with pauses or to try to conjure a word. And conversely, the native speaker will understand us as well and we can understand them. Being conversational to us is just being able to get through our simple orders at a restaurant, getting our cappuccinos in the morning. At some point you may have to uh, gesture and I think in fluency you generally wouldn't have to do that. A lot of gesturing. We do a lot of gesturing. <laughs> so what are our first impressions of Duolingo? Well first of all it is a modern fresh looking visually appealing app. It's it's nice to look at. I think it's, it's well done. All the graphics are really clean and sharp. Yeah, the gamification combined with the slick and clean nature of the app, I think is really motivational. Yeah, you do feel like you're learning. It is giving you prompts to say, hey, way to go. You've done a really good job on that. So one of the things that's very helpful is that there's a lot of encouragement as you're going through the lessons. You can see here it says that you're, you've already completed 16 lessons in this unit and you know, you're making great progress. Who doesn't want to see that? And I got five gems. <laughs> All right, now we're doing this on camera without knowing what's in this lesson. So <laughs> bear with us. Uh, we're going to a lesson here. When you tap the screen, you get a personalized practice and you get 10 XP as a standard lesson. Uh, if there's bonuses or boosts, it goes up from there. So let's go ahead and start with 10 XP and it's going to ask me to fill in the blank. Let's see if I can get this right. And then once you put your word in, you hit check, and awesome. Ho parlato col direttore del ristorante brasiliano. And so it's pronouncing the word and you just have to fill it in. What's the word? Brasiliano. Ah. You can see how it gives you an awesome encouragement and then puts the sentence in English. La mia automobile è tedesca. Not awesome this time, just nice. <laughs> Parla inglese. And when you get it wrong, <laughs> it will continue to give it to you until you get it right. You will learn this. So this is a section where it gives you an image and it asks you to translate the word. More encouragement, five in a row, way to dig deep. <laughs> let's make it harder. No, let's not. <laughs> you can see that there's another correct solution. So it doesn't automatically give it to you wrong if you didn't do it exactly the way they had in mind. They just let you know that there's another option for it. <laughs> On camera, I made a lot of mistakes. So <laughs> let's correct these mistakes you missed. And I like how it gives you 
the total XP is just a gaming thing, but it tells you how long it took to complete the exercise and how you did. This is my 869th day, so doing this lesson has given me one more day of Duolingo. And then it gives you a daily quest update that tells you about how many points you've earned and as far as XP, what your scores are, and what you have to do to get extra points for the day. If you choose to spend your time in review versus actually making progress going down the learning path, you'll still earn towards your streak for that day. It doesn't require you to be learning new content. It just requires you to be practicing something. So some of the cons of the speaking practice are you're not working with a real human. You're working with an app that's kind of with a little machine learning in there. So you can sometimes start speaking a sentence and it thinks, hey, you did enough. I've gotten two words in. And it's like, you're good. It was eight words in the sentence. There's no part of Duolingo that has you creating any of your own sentences. So you're always at the mercy of the questions they give you and the answers they're expecting you to give. One of the advantages of their listening mode is they give you a normal speaking mode and a turtle mode. So normal speaking. Dove è Pullman per Londra? Great. And if you really don't get the words, you want to listen to each word individually, turtle mode. Dove e pullman per Londra? Which is great, except when the sentence is really, really long and you missed like the second last word, <laughs> then turtle mode gets a little on your nerves. Right, because you have to start from the beginning each time. <laughs> One of the things that Duolingo does really well is vocabulary. Now, it's not always the vocabulary you're going to use in everyday uh, conversations, but you are going to be learning a lot of words. One of the features that we really like is stories. And this is a back and forth conversation, which is testing your comprehension, teaching you comprehension, and also helping you to learn vocabulary words. It's got an assortment of teaching styles in one, in each story. Il turista. So you can play it again, hear what he said, look up the words by tapping on them, just like other lessons. Continue. Pablo sta visitando Roma. Now we're actually starting into the story, and you're supposed to understand what the first person's saying. È alla ricerca di un parco. So you can hear that there are two different voices, and that's also helping to understand that, that it's a back-and-forth conversation. And sometimes there's more than two characters in a story. Now it's going to quiz you. Did you understand what they said? And Pablo's a tourist who's trying to find a park. True or not? What do you think, Jude? I think it is true. Good job. <laughs> and stories give you a little bit more XP, which is 20 in this case, which helps you if you're needing a few more points to stay in the leaderboard, you're not falling too low, or if you're being really competitive, you're trying to move up in the gaming Duolingo is constantly upgrading, and one of the new features is a word section under today's review, which allows you to sort all of the words that you've learned, and either alphabetically or by recently learned. And you can just go through them. It gives you the meaning of each word, and you can hear it as well. Amicizia. I've heard some people say that they actually like that it doesn't work like a flashcard where they don't have to flip it over and all of the information is in one place. I'd like to see a conventional flashcard system. So this is a controversial part of Duolingo. Gamification, I understand why it's in there. I understand that some people are really motivated by being on the certain leagues that have different types of leagues, Sapphire, Diamond, etc. 
And that's great. I mean, if it motivates people, it's wonderful. But frankly, sometimes I don't want to have to worry about moving up to another league if I my score gets too high or getting dropped down to a previous league if my score gets too low. It's it's not what I'm here for. And I'm not here to like crush through as many fast lessons as possible. Sometimes I want to sit and just go through the lessons that I'm having trouble with. And I think the game makes you want to do more faster. And that doesn't work for me all the time. Another part of Duolingo is following friends, which allows you to see what their scores are, how they're progressing, and also quests come up. We don't control the quests. You can't just say, I'm going to start a quest with so-and-so. But sometimes you get to have a quest with your loved one. You could give the other one a gift. If they're running behind you, you can give them a nudge and just kind of encourage them along. Maybe if you are in a friendly competition with your friend, you'll want to not look like a slacker in front of them and vice versa. Yeah. So maybe you'll spend a little bit more time than you would otherwise. This does work for me. I, I'm competitive <laughs> that way. But I do also give gifts a lot. Watch, watch when Judy gives me a gift. So you can see as Judy's giving me a nice gift here of a 2x boost, that means that lessons I would normally do for 10 points would be 20 points. Lessons I do for 20 points would be 40 points. It can really help out, and it's the nice thing to do. So let's go ahead and send that to me. <laughs> so any exercises you do for the next 15 minutes will count for double points. Well, that may just be the motivation you need to spend another 15 minutes learning. Also, you can see on this screen, there's daily quests. These change daily and they're unique to you. And also for some people, they want to complete these quests every day. It's kind of like a checklist. So it may keep you on the app a little bit longer than if you just had to complete one lesson and you kept a streak alive. So if you're achievement oriented, one of the things that it allows you to do is to earn badges. So you may be motivated to spend time doing those harder lessons in order to get that achievement badge. And Duolingo also gives you daily reminders to keep you on track. And on iOS, I really like this little widget that shows that you need to do your lesson today. I've actually never been bored by Duolingo. Sometimes I feel like it's hard and I have some problems with certain of the grammar portions of it, but overall, I really like using the interface. Also, I'm a visual learner, so I really like hearing the auditory pieces, but then also seeing the words. Uh, that's just how my brain works. If I can picture it in my head, it makes it a lot easier to retain. It's really nice that you can work on multiple languages in Duolingo. In fact, it doesn't even lose your place. You don't have to like start in a new league or anything else. You can just flip between multiple languages. I've seen some of my friends have 10 different languages they're working on. In order to keep your streak going in Duolingo, all you have to do is one lesson a day. It could be a quick 10 second lesson and you're done. As well, you can see, it won't ever be 10 second, but it oh, could I be- Oh, I can speak pretty quickly. I get some blazing <laughs> ones. Not that fast. <laughs> okay. So as you can see on this screen, Judy hasn't done her lesson for today. So she's got 853 days. She needs to complete her one lesson today at least to extend her streak. If we go back to May, you can see a lot more of it is covered. If we look at April, uh-oh, what happened on the 27th, Judy? <laughs> I'm not sure. It could have been, I'm going to blame it on the fact that we were probably traveling. It was a travel day. It sounds good, doesn't it? Oh, it happens because of the time changes especially. <laughs> But whatever it is, you're allowed to use a streak 
freeze. It enables you to not lose the entire 853 days that you've acquired. And it comes with certain levels of Duolingo. The free version doesn't have strict freezes. We have different day counts, even though we've been using Duolingo for this same amount of time. We both missed days along the way. Because for some people, if they lose their streak, they may stop entirely. And that's the last thing that Duolingo wants to happen. And again, this is on the user, but you can whip through your lessons in a day. You could spend five minutes and really not retain very much, but you will still keep your streak alive. So the amount of effort that you're putting into learning the language is not indicated in any way except in how well you are communicating in the language. When we were first starting out with Duolingo, it seemed very nice to have this little guidebook feature. If you tap on that, now you get little key phrases. It kind of introduces you to what the lesson's going to be about. But then after you use it a few times, you look through here and go, all right, well, it's not really giving me a lot to explore. It's giving me a very small subset. Sure, there's a verb conjugation, but it's only the one verb. It, there's not a way to extend into this and get really deep. You're just limited to what they actually put on this one scrolling page. Right. Uh, for as important as grammar is, there's just a very small amount that you get for the entire uh, series of lessons regarding that specific topic. Yeah, it seems like you have to go into discussions and actually talk to real people that have been going through this that might help you through things. And as we've mentioned throughout this video, there are changes all the time happening to this app, which is great. We like to see them continually progressing it. But sometimes you have a flow of things that you're used to doing, and now those aren't there anymore. Or you have new skills that you want to do with the techniques that were in the previous version, and they're gone. Or we're on different sets of features. Uh, in fact, just a few minutes ago, we were looking for the numbers section. Well, there used to be an entire unit working on learning numbers. Yeah. And somehow or other, that's been integrated into the various paths that we've already done. Now, there is a way around this. The app may not have some features that the web version has. So what are we paying for Duolingo? Well, we bought it through the App Store. So we actually pay their subscription through them. And it's $80 per person per year. Now, after we had signed up for it and we got going with this $80 a person, they came out with a family version. I'm like, oh, this will be great. It'll save us money because it's $120 a year. And it has, I think, three to five people for it. But turns out because we went through the App Store, there's no way to combine our accounts. And one of us would have to give up our streak. And neither of, us, <laughs> neither of us are going to do that. The benefit of using a paid version also is that there are no ads. It recognizes what you've done and what your mistakes are. So you can do reviews and practices that are specifically geared to your troubled areas, which we find really useful. So what do we think about Duolingo? What's our recommendation? No language system is perfect. We think that there's a lot to like about Duolingo. It does help you get through the grammar. It does help you to learn sentences. I think there are some limitations the way it does it, but certainly helps us move along with the gamification and some of the features that are in there. With Duolingo, you'll learn a lot of vocabulary, but it may not be the vocabulary you're going to be using in everyday conversations. Really doesn't have phrases that you're practicing or scenarios that you're learning and practicing uh, in a real life situation. I would like it to have a section that said, uh, going to a restaurant or a section that says, you know, shopping at a supermarket. Those to me would be nice additions to the app. 
I don't think you need to be in an immersive experience living in Italy, for instance, in order to be fluent. But the amount of time that you would typically spend on Duolingo, uh, 15 to 20 minutes a day is not going to get you to fluency. And even an hour or more a day based on the limitations of the app probably won't also. Actually, not probably, definitely wouldn't either. If you're enjoying this kind of video and you want to see more of them, let us know in the comments. We're happy to provide more for you. We need to do another episode about Duolingo. Let us know what you'd like to see. And if you're not already subscribed, please do so. Give us a like if you've enjoyed this episode. And check out FindingGeneMarie.com where you can find Judy's journal. Lots of good stuff there. Until next time. Until next time.